Uh, welcome to the Cambridge Insight Meditation Center, everybody. Thank you for joining us this evening. Uh, if you need an assisted listening device, please see me in the back of the hall, and I will help you out with that. Uh, please turn off all cell phones, ringers, vibrations, no writing um, or recording during the evening program. It can be a distraction. Uh, a break will not take place between the talk and question and answers, so we ask that you stay until the end of the discussion period. Uh, if we sometimes we pass the microphone around, uh, please pass it around if we decide to do so. Uh, tea is available in the dining room after the program. And uh, if you're sitting in the first or the last row, so there should be four rows left, uh, we ask that you please remove them and then move the back row of chairs up to the new back row of cushions. And we thank you in advance for the help. I want to share a few program announcements. Uh, the Way of Awareness, an introduction to Insight Meditation with Madeline Klein will begin tomorrow, Thursday, November 3rd. Narayan and George Mumford will lead a five-day retreat titled Working with the Judging Mind beginning Saturday, November 5th. This program is appropriate for both new and experienced meditators. Yogis are encouraged to attend all five days and, at a minimum, are asked to commit to attending both Saturday and Sunday. There will be no Dharma talk next Wednesday. That's sad. November 9th. Dharma talks will resume on Wednesday, November 16th, with a talk given by Jack Engler. People of Color Sangha, led by Salam Makuria and Melanie Chang, will take place on Friday, November 4th. Tonight, we have uh, Doug Phillips. He's offering a Dharma talk titled, What is this? Doug Phillips teaches in both the Zen and Vipassana traditions and is the founder and guiding teacher of Empty Skies Sangha, located in West Cornwall, Connecticut, and with a practice group in Lexington, Massachusetts. He's also a psychologist with a private practice in Newton, Massachusetts. Thank you, Doug. So um, this is going to be a little different tonight, um, rather than me sitting up here and talking for, you know, until I get tired of talking or you get tired of listening. Uh, I'm going to read a story, and we're going to sit for a few minutes. I'll read the story. We'll sit a little longer, and then I'll tell the story, and then uh, we'll we'll open up for reflections and commentary and discussion. Um, and uh, we'll just see what, what unfolds. So how many of you don't have a meditation practice? I mean, if, if we sit for a little while, you really have no idea as to what to do. Okay, it's not, it, you know, you won't be asked to stand in the corner if that's the case. If, I'll just give you some ideas about how to work with the silence, but everybody's good with sitting for a little bit. Okay. you're accustomed to doing. Well over a thousand years ago in China, there were two monks who came to pay their respects. Seeing them coming up the path, he pushed open the door of the hut with his hand, 
popped out and said, What is it? One of the monks also said, What is it? Old Fung lowered his head and went back inside the hut. Later, one of the monks came to the teacher, Yunto, who asked, Where are you coming from? The monk said, I've come from the mountain Lingtan. To asked, Did you ever go to see Shrefung? And the monk said, I went there. Yunto said, Well, what did he have to say? And the monk recounted the preceding story. To said, What did he say? The monk said, He didn't say anything. He just lowered his head and went back inside his hut. Toe said, well, it's too bad I didn't tell him the last word before. If I'd told him, no one on earth would co- could cope with this old man. At the end of the summer practice period, the monk again brought up the preceding story and asked for instruction. Toe said, why didn't you ask me earlier? The monk said, I didn't dare to be casual. Toe said, though Shrefong is born of the same lineage as me, he doesn't die in the same lineage as me. If you want to know the last word, just this is it. Maybe the mind resonates to this story with interest. Uh, Maybe it feels puzzled and confused. Notice how the mind reacts to this.
as with a dream or a fairy tale. Maybe we can inhabit the different aspects and different characters of this story. Maybe we learn something about ourselves in the process. What might be your mind approaching a teacher or teachings? Maybe having come a long way uh, to finally encounter something that you imagine might be of real value to you. Is there some anticipation, some anxiety? How is it in your life to travel a path in search of something? What is it that your heart searches for in your life now? And then imagine uh, being on the receiving end of someone approaching you with this quest. Uh, Here they come. You see them coming. Is there curiosity? Is there interest? Is old Shrefong thinking, let's uh, play together and see what happens? Where are the areas of meaningful play in our life? With our partners, with our children, our work. How about in our sitting and daily life practice? Can we even imagine that part of our spiritual quest might involve meaningful play. What might that look like for each of us? When old Shui Feng throws open his door, pops out and says, what is it? What's he up to?
And how might we receive that question? Can you feel your way into the tone, the inner life of the monk who immediately reacts with, what is it? Had he already made up his mind to simply imitate whatever the teacher said? Are we looking to become a copy of our own ideas that we put off on our practice or our teachers or our friends? How does it feel when we uh, try to uh, simply match what we imagine someone's expectation of us is. Can we feel the price that we pay in doing that? And how would it be uh, to meet with someone and they uh, end the encounter so abruptly? How is it when someone doesn't give us what we want or what we expect? How is it when someone refuses uh, to comment directly on our demand And do we take Shri Fung lowering his head and going back inside as disapproval? Oh, you've come all this way and you really don't get it. up against something we don't understand that jolts us. How do we respond? One monk goes away and is never heard from again. The other goes on looking for an answer. Which monk are you? Hurt, confused, puzzled. What's your favorite strategy?
So uh, one monk goes on to Yunto. Yunto and Shrefong were old Dharma brothers, uh, a feisty pair to say the least, just a bit sparky. Do you see Yunto's questioning as just idle uh, chatter, just polite conversation? Where are you coming from right now? Take a look at the mind. It'll give you a hint. Am I coming from confusion? Am I coming from resistance, from irritation, from tiredness? So often we uh, look for a final word on our practice, on our life, a place to finally arrive and rest, a place of security, a place that doesn't hurt anymore. Is there a last word? Or has uh, Yunto just baited the hook? with our life in all of its many aspects the opposite is not the case either Uh, obsessive anxiety ridden rigid demanding life to be exactly as we want it to be What does it mean to not be casual? When you hear those words, don't be casual. What comes up? What is it that we're really willing to stay with? To really give our life to?
if we take up the vow to not be casual, well, how might that actually look in our life? Shreflung is born of the same lineage as me, but doesn't die in the same lineage as me. What is this being born and dying? Is it says this statement somehow connected to the question, where are you coming from? Is it connected to the birth of insight, of understanding, of clarity? Maybe the dying has to do with giving our whole life to living the understanding that we actually have. Are we willing to not be casual about that? If you want to know the last word, just this is it. You get a sense of multiple layers in this simple comment. Does the mind simply shut down around it? Does it feel challenged by it? Is he referring to this business of being born and dying? Is he referring to uh, there is only this and nothing else? And how is the being born and dying for each of us? each of us traveling our own life path, looking for an encounter that wakes us up and points us back to our truest self, our truest life. Do we notice it when it happens? What is your clearest understanding? 
How do you live that understanding? So boring, confusing, put you to sleep, wake you up. Um, those of you who are uh, brave or foolish enough uh, to jump in on this, feel free. And we're just going to kind of go popcorn style here and see where it goes. Yeah. Sure, if you want. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.